Hi, I am Shekhar Gupta and I bring to you this podcast version of this week's National Interest. As I had told you last week, I am taking my customary couple of weeks off from writing National Interest at the end of the year, year, holiday season, Christmas time, all of it. What I am doing instead, it's not as if I am not doing any work. What I am doing instead is also reading out to you a few of the more important, what I consider more important national interest articles from the era, Modi era, after the beginning of the Modi era, that is the summer of 2014, but of the era when we did not give you the video version of national interest. And I thought now that we were working on a book on a selection of national interest articles, mostly the political articles from national interest, which is the bulk of the articles, Although, as you know, we dabble into many things from offer into foreign affairs, international affairs, sometimes into economics, society, but occasionally also, occasionally also sport and movies. That said, I am sharing with you, I am putting on, I am putting the video form now for you, some of the key articles we wrote marking the rise of the Modi phenomenon and leave it to you and to your judgment to figure out whether we got something right or something wrong. So this one takes you back to the very early months of Narendra Modi as Prime Minister in his first term. You remember 26th of January 2015, Barack Obama was the chief guest on Republic Day and that was around time after the parade, that was around time that pictures appeared with some photographers that enlarged and showed us that the pinstripe suit that Narendra Modi, Prime Minister Narendra Modi was wearing had had his name, those pinstripes are basically his name knitted into the suit. And that became a controversy. He was called vain, he was called wasteful, he was called a spendthrift, somebody who's using expensive gifts and flaunting them, etc., etc. He faced a lot of criticism. He, as you would remember, in response, got rid of the suit, he got rid of the suit and then auctioned it for charity. That said, we had taken note of the controversy when it happened in the week that it happened. So this is the this is the national interest article that got published in that week on 29th of January of 2015. And the headline, the headline was Modi is what he is and he is wearing it on his sleeve. As you know, we analyze, we look at political signals out of all of these events. And that's what we did in this case also. So the headline was Modi is what he is and he is wearing it on his sleeve. How would R.K. Lakshman, the cartoonist, have commented in a cartoon on the excitement over Narendra Modi's exclusive pinstripe suit on the eve of Republic Day that, that drew more attention than the nearly 4,000 word joint statement on the visit? He could have, that is R.K. Lakshman, he could have drawn Modi clad in the same fabric saying something like, stop wasting time looking for any fine print. Read my lips instead because as my American buddies would say, you ain't seen nothing yet. That is Modi talking in the cartoon. I had asked in a national interest not long ago and that's the national interest of which I gave you a video version just last week. I had asked in that question if you had ever seen a leader who resembles his mask as much as Modi does. The idea was not to pun on the old BJP controversy where Govindacharya had dismissed Atal Bihari Vajpayee as a mere mask or mukhota thinly concealing the reality of the BJP and RSS. It was instead to make the point that unlike Vajpayee, 
Modi represented the true face of the BJP and RSS and did not pretend to be something else. With Modi, we had then said, you remember from the last video, Modi, we had then said, the man you see is the man you get. Like it or not, there is no pretense or hypocrisy. So it is, and it will continue to be so, with his love for what he sees as good clothes, as his own fashion statement and style. Remember, we wrote this in January 2015. See how it's played out in the intervening nine years. Pinstripes woven into the fabric in his own name may sound like an excess, even exaggerated vanity or narcissism. You are entitled to the fashion writer's criticism of his choice and style, but it is silly to be surprised. He has already set a pattern changing more outfits in a day, particularly on a special occasion or at a summit meeting than stars do in a Tamil film song. He has flaunted a customized choice of colors, even so bright as to be unknown in our understated political tradition, all to suit the occasion. Remember his neon red base coat in Bangalore to celebrate the successful Mangalyan launch with ISRO scientists? On the Japan visit, the whisper on the sidelines was that he changed more outfits in one day than our ambassador there changed saris in the entire trip. But then the ambassador is merely a state civil servant and should remain so. Modi sees himself as a mass leader, a brand made for media, from TV to Twitter, from selfies to Facebook. He sees no issue wrapping it in livery that in his view enhances his brand. The brand, that is his brand, Brand Modi. Could it just be that in his view, the pinstripes only underline that same Brand Modi? Or maybe, maybe something that we've said elsewhere in our other writings, particularly my writings on the wall for Punjab. Maybe as we say elsewhere, there is a pakka Punjabi inside his Guju body. I got it. I flaunt it. And if you have a problem, go see a shrink. Stop psychoanalyzing me. That, in short, is also my objection to the chatter on Modi's allegedly crude, vain, narcissistic style. We know our politicians are never poor, but we want them to look like becharas. And however cynical and selfish they may be in their politics, however much they may put away in mythical Swiss accounts or more likely in IOU hundis with real estate buddies or these days in Bitcoin, who knows, we prefer to see our politicians dressed in crumpled khadi, if not sackcloth and ashes. My point, therefore, is not an endorsement of Modi's style. This was written in January 2015 for a reminder. My point, therefore, is not an endorsement of Modi's style, but that we are silly in being judgmental about it, indulging in drawing room slash cocktail circuit pop psychology. Not when so many of us in the same self-styled upper crust, self-styled is a pun, intended pun, so many of us in the same, same self-styled upper crust go around dressed in stupid pastel trousers, little bag dresses, never mind, never mind what our bodies, whether our bodies are designed to fit those or not, flaunting, flaunting those awful, awful Louis Vuitton bags and accessories, so bad and so expensive that the more apt way to spell and pronounce Vuitton should be an unprintable Indianism starting with a C, which, which you need filmmaker Vishal Bhardwaj's cheek to unleash. If you still haven't figured what I'm talking about, check out Ishkia and the C word and add a sulfate to it. Let's take that argument forward. Each of us, 
Let's list our top five political personalities for poor taste in dressing and lifestyle. I suspect there will be quite a bit of unanimity there. Mayavati with her pearls and purses, Ambedkar with his often poorly fitted suits, Balasab Thakre, late Balasab Thakre with his white wine and now Modi with his neon waistcoats and custom woven pinstripes. Then list those who we think are people with good style. Remember, who's we? I'm talking about we the self-styled upper crust, right? So remember, that's qualified. Now, who are the ones we see as having good style as politicians? Vasundra Raje with their silks and jewelry, late Jyoti Basu with his love for the revolution and single malts, Arun Jaitley with his cashmere and Patek Philip watches, late Rajiv Gandhi with his Gucci shoes, Montblanc pens and exotic holidays, Kambal Nath with a jar of Harrods cookies while clad in pure khadi on Chhedwada's campaign trail, even Anna Hazare recuperating at one of our most expensive corporate fat farms in Bangalore, as if fasting was not good enough to detox and lose weight for a Gandhian. There is a twin hypocrisy here. The moment somebody rises in politics, we want them to be in modest political garb. Never mind the Lanvin undies inside or Harrods cookies in the car. And second, we draw judgment based on where somebody came from, a Nehru or Gandhi, born in riches, dump their old style and luxuries, adopt khadi and become icons of humility. But what about someone with utterly humble beginnings who has now tasted success and thinks he can afford to live it up a bit? That outrages us. That angers us. Where did he come from? It is tempting, therefore, to ignore Dilip Kumar's comic portrayal of a westernized rustic in the old film Sagina, where he dances to Sala Mato Saab Ban Gaya, Ye Suit Mera Dekho, Ye Boot Mera Dekho, Jese Chora Koi London Ka. We tend to respond the same snooty way looking at anybody pretending to live beyond his original station. Again, to hark back to that Dilip Kumar song, we are happy if Langoti Wala's say, stay that way and happier if Suit Wala's dump them for Langoti. So if I am a suit wala, I dump my suit. For a Langoti, they'll say, Aray, kitna amir tha. What, what a rich man, but he gave up all the luxuries. At the same time, we get resentful or we'll start poking fun at somebody who might have been, might have come from really humble uh, uh, background, who might truly be a Langoti wala, but now wears his suit. So we then start talking about the suit being ill-fitting or ill-suited. That's the reason I made that, 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 that mention of Ambedkar as well. This is not a changing, but a changed India. That Langoti Wala reference, just in case you haven't yet figured it out, was again from the same song in the film Sagina. The next line of the song is, Tum Langoti Wala na badla hai na badlega. Nevertheless, coming back to the point, this is not a changing, but a changed India. Remember, we wrote this in January 2015. Did we get it right or wrong? He said, this is not a changing, but a changed India. Gandhi, Nehru, Patel were all born with riches, sufficient to take them overseas for studies a hundred years ago. They sought their political style statement in discarding what they had inherited. The current Lok Sabha, Modi included, is filled with leaders of a completely different upbringing. They bring nothing by way of their entitlement and now, having tasted success, have less hesitation flaunting it. Maybe their progeny will still impress us by giving up the apparent riches. I am the least qualified person to comment on anybody's sartorial preferences, never mind this relatively sharper cut blazer today. But what I admire about Modi is his lack of hypocrisy. 
I can illustrate what I mean. Look at the young, supposedly new generation hotshots of the Congress. Many of them maintain two lifestyles. One before 10 p.m. in khadi, khadi kurtas and the second after 10 p.m. in tight black silk tees, sometimes even on sexy Ducatis and Harley Davidsons. I recall going to see George Fernandez once and seeing him artfully crumple his iron pajamas. How could, how could the humble socialist trade unionist be seen wearing anything orderly? Of course, he had no issues with an IAS aide kneeling down on the floor of an MI-17 helicopter to slip the snowshoes onto his feet and do the laces as we approached Siachen for a recording, Siachen Glacier for a recording. Chances are we will not see such hypocrisy from Modi whatever our views on his style or taste. In any case, we did not elect him for his humility. His voters did not vote for him for his humility. They loved, they adored him for his 56-inch chest swagger, self-projection of his Gujarat success and his exaggerated delivery. As I said earlier, the most important thing about Modi is that the man you see is the man you get. Intellectually, politically, ideologically and philosophically, he is in a perpetual argument with Jawaharlal Nehru. Now apply this test to the issue at hand today, what we are discussing today. That is his sartorial style on Republic Day. Go to an outlet in your city of Fab India or Khadi Bhavan, where our liberal community had gone for decades to buy our handloom kurtas and Jawahar jackets or Nehru jackets, whatever you prefer. Hang around in that shop, in that outlet long enough and you will overhear some customer asking for a Modi jacket. It is the same jacket. It's more or less the same jacket. At least sartorially, Modi is winning his argument with Jawaharlal Nehru.